It's Get Valiant number 170. How you doing, Eric? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Hanging in, hanging in there. Uh, I'm glad yeah. I'm not wearing a mask right now. That's how yeah. I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I can get behind that. Glad we're in our own houses. <laughs> that's right. That's right, man. Oh, dude, it's been a couple of weeks since we had anything. And, um, you know, Valiant put out a book this week. And we thought they put out some little news, too. So, yep. So we figured we'd introduce the fancy new intro. Thank you, Greg. And uh, that we would uh, just have a little fun with all of it. So we'll go from there. Yeah, man. That's what it's about is having some fun. I thought that was pretty cool. So I'm on board. Um, but, uh yeah, uh, a book came out, which is always awesome. Um, it is a book that we have read before, but with new additional content. Yeah. I mean, the kids love reruns, and um, I don't know if you thought the digital remakes of Star Wars were better than what we got later on. Um, but, you know, nonetheless, trying to new and improve to get things out there. And uh, relaunch this arc of Bloodshot, Bloodshot number seven. Um, yeah. So I think two things about them releasing this. Number one, I think it's only weird, kind of, because there's because everything got shut down and then now it's re-releasing the way it was. Like if things had released the way that it was intended and we were still at six books a month and this came out back in like, you know, March. Um, I don't think it would be weird. Like it would just make sense and come out and it would just be another, you know, thing that was cool on the shelf that people could pick up and uh, get into the book. Um, so I don't know. That's that I think has made it a little, a little bit weird that now we're in this new phase of rolling things out and we all want new content, new content. And here we are getting something that's, um, you know, we, we have kind of gotten before. Um, I don't think that that was the intention originally, but the nice thing about it, the really nice thing about it is that it does launch the new arc, like you said. So this is a good opportunity for people who are coming back into the comic book shops after uh, being away and wanting to see, you know, what new stuff is out. And maybe they got to see Bloodshot while they were on lockdown. Um, and they see this on the shelf with Vin Diesel on the cover it's a perfect introduction to the new arc and uh, you can get into this book. And I think it's a great book. I reread it. I hadn't read it since it came out originally and um, it holds I, up. I think it's a good book. Is this the one where he goes in and finds basically uh, the, all the people in the, in the basically the, the water jars. All yeah. The, he all find, okay. Yes. Okay. He and uh, Mina, I think that's her name, Mina. Um, yeah, I, they, I'm right uh, there with you. I haven't reread it since we uh, reviewed it a while back. Um, I remember I looked through it and I was like, you know, going through it and I'm just like, wait a second, I've already been through this book before. Um, and so that was kind of where that went there. So it's trying to push that back a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I got through it again and I thought it was good. I think it's a good book and it was nice to have a little bit of a refresher before we get into the next issue. Um, but uh, the cool thing about it was there was some extra content. There was some art in there. Um, we got to see some 
ads for things that are yet to come. Unfortunately, the book was printed back before um, the whole pandemic happened. So they have ads in there with dates that unfortunately aren't realistic anymore. But um, we have the, um, the new content of things from the movie. And then also... Uh, what I thought was really, really cool was there was a like an article written by Kevin Van Hook. Mm-hmm. And I always like the way that he talks about his role in Bloodshot. He's he's not like, look at how I did this thing. He's like, no, here's how things happened. And here's all the people that were involved and they all deserve their credit. Mm-hmm. And uh I don't know. I just think that he's really like straightforward and real. And I, I like reading that stuff. Um, and yeah, so I thought that I, was a great article. I, I dig, I dig that guy. I think he's just a, a grounded, cool guy. Um, great for the fans. Great for the comics in general. Great for Valiant. Great for Bloodshot. Um, and, and and so, yeah, always getting his points of where things were, where things are. And then seeing the success that people like that get is, uh, I, I think it's just well-warranted. And I, I like it when that happens. So, yeah. I think my favorite part of the article was when um, Kevin said that he had met Tim Seeley at one point, and they were they were talking, and Kevin didn't want to assume that Tim knew that he had done comics. So he's like, you know, yes, I do TV and movie stuff now, but I used to work in comics, and and. Tim immediately was like, no, I know you did bloodshot and I loved bloodshot when I was younger. And that was before, you know, bloodshot came out. So I thought that was cool to know that Kevin remembers an interaction of this guy saying that he was into bloodshot. And now here's the guy that's writing bloodshot and making us bad, giving us badass stories. So yeah. that was my favorite little anecdote. That that's cool, and I think Tim's an awesome guy too. Having met him, um, yeah. you know, and just chatting with him about everything, um, I think I think it's cool and where he's going, and then seeing the tie-in that's coming around. I mean, talk, touching back with Free Comic Book Day, the talk-in of of, of having um, Wiggins and and KT in there is is super cool, and and I I believe he, I mean, he's been in this before with guardians of the galaxy he's been in this before with a couple other comic books that have turned into movies so he's kind of done this before so i think it's kind of cool to see that he's brought that in there and so that there's just there that's kind of connecting in a way is it necessarily going to stay you know canon with one another i don't think so but i mean hey if it if it plays out a story and we get the characters that we enjoyed on 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 the screen, maybe we can enjoy them in the book and we'll see how how well they're written and and the characters. See if they're able to to bring out that character that uh, uh, I forget his name, but the actor that played Wiggins uh, didn't. You know, we just kind of stole the show a little bit. So yeah, Wiggins completely stole the show. Um, Lamont Morris, I believe, is his yes, name. That's right. Um, yeah, he completely should stole the show. Um, but KT was awesome as well. So mm-hmm. having those in there, um, I liked how they handled Wiggins in the free comic book day issue, you know, having bloodshot with a guy behind the keyboard. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's interesting. It's, it's a different, I mean, because I mean, it's gotta be somebody he trusts and I don't know, the nanites could do a lot of that too. I mean, they're the nanites they are connected 
And so it was that was kind of an interesting thought of having a need for Bloodshot to need somebody like that. Um, but is it more along the lines of having somebody who can help him out? I don't know who who he trusts, who, uh, who who's in that piece because he doesn't have that. And so I think that's that's where I think the the real piece needs to be connected with him. Uh, Lamorne Morris is uh, Scott so nicely let yes. us know. And uh, but I think that's the that's the piece that needs to be there is is the connected piece is the trusted piece the person who's not going to use him and screw him over like he's had happen so many times before. Um, but there's got to be a lot of you know resistance and bloodshot willing to give that up to go with the cannon. So I hope that that's something that when you look at it that he's really timid about having anybody come into his life that he really truly trusts. So. I'm 100% with you, um, but I think that it'll make a lot of sense um, because as we come out of this arc, I mean, this arc right now that we're in is about Bloodshot being betrayed by the people that he actually did trust. You know, right. so exactly like you're saying, he's going to be coming out of this completely unwilling to trust anybody. Um, but yeah, it's going to be really cool to see um how they're worked in and uh, exactly how things play out. And I think it'll be an interesting story, but I do think coming out of this story where bloodshot is losing the trust that he had, the people that he trusted, I think that it's going to be good for him to get into a position where he has that assistant, that sidekick that um, can help him and uh, be there for him when nobody else is and, you know, give him advice when he doesn't necessarily know that he needs it. So I don't know. I'm excited about it. I think it's a really cool concept and could be a cool spin on the character. So I'm on board. But uh, yeah, um, let's even talk about some of the news. I don't know if, if you I don't know if you want to rescore that book, but we did cover Bloodshot Seven before. Um, yeah, and we don't need to rescore yeah. the book. Um, I think that it was a good. It was a good book. Um, I'm glad I got to read it again, and I'm looking forward to the next arc starting or, or the, the next arc continuing. Um, you know, the one thing that I enjoyed about re another thing, I guess I should say about uh, rereading it was I really like like uh, the art in this. I really think that um, they did a great job of getting another artist when Brett Booth stepped away, uh -huh. and. Uh, I think that it's just awesome. It's just really, really good. So um, great book. Definitely something I recommend, um, especially if you haven't been following Bloodshot yet. Pick up number seven. I think this is a great opportunity to get into it, get some extra content, and uh, maybe it'll make you want to buy the first two trades, which I believe should be out if they're not. If they should be out soon if they're not both already out. Um, so definitely something I recommend. And I think that's one thing that's really good with both – uh, from what I've noticed with Lisa Hawkins and what I've noticed with Tim uh, Seeley is that they're really good about um, kind of letting you in on the story, even if you're coming midway. Um, so yeah. like, even though it's the brand new arc, you know, seven, you know, pick up seven, then you could catch up one through six. If you haven't already, um, they're really good about doing that. Cause I mean, one through three is an arc one, uh, two, three, three, four, and four through six is an arc. So you already have two arcs. This is the third in this run. Um, and they're good in and out arcs. They're good in and out stories. Um, but like I said, there you don't have to get into the first ones to get to this one. 
Um, they yeah. do a great job of doing that. And I've noticed that with like Lisa, what, I mean, and that was with Dan Abnett too on Rye. They're really good about opening these stories to where you're, you, uh, you know, they're inclusive, you know what I mean? And yes. So you're, you're open to do it where, where you jump on. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Um, I think that uh, this is exactly what you would want is the ability to be able to um, pick the book up anywhere in the, in the run and know what's going on. And I think that they, it definitely nails it. Like I said, I mean, not only was this book a refresher for just what happened in this issue, but it was a good refresher for the entire series because they do let you know what's going on and kind of the context of everything that's been happening. Um, yeah, I think it's a really good book. And um, we did get to, okay. So Greg, uh, making sure that we're aware <laughs> both book one and book two are out and yep. um, definitely something that if you haven't been following bloodshot, I cannot recommend enough going and grabbing those both book one and book two have Brett Booth on art. And as much as I'm saying, so I like beautiful. the art in this, it's even better. Uh, it. It's yeah, definitely something that I highly recommend. So, and for those, those that say up. that it's like nineties art, who gives a shit? I like it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's great. It's perfect for an action comic. Like, yeah. That is, it looks like an action comic, right? But, like, but Mark's doing great in the in the current one too. But yes, it 100%. looks action. It looks awesome, all the way through. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you. So the news that got there are a couple of pieces. One I don't want to spend too much time on because I think it's kind of a non-issue, but I think it's worth mentioning is the fact that uh, Valiant did close their office. Um, I'm but, sad I never uh, got to go. Damn it! And everybody else I know, got that's... to go. I feel like, and that <laughs> pisses me off. That's the only thing that bums me out, but I'm sure but. that when things, it's entirely possible that there will be a new office. So, um, but yeah, I totally think that now is the time to make a decision like that because, you know, like my work, they're making decisions like everybody who can work from home is going to continue working from home at least until the beginning of next year, if not longer. Right. So if Valiant is doing the same thing where all of their employees are working from home because they can, you know, they don't have to go to the office. It's not essential. And obviously health and safety are a factor. So it just makes sense to me. And that's why, like I said, I think it's less of an issue than some people are making it out to be. That's my I mean, personal opinion. If they found a couple hardcovers that are around there that are just, you know, sitting there or any of that stuff, I mean, no, that, it, it, I mean, it's sad. I mean, that it was kind of there since the beginning, from my understanding. It's been there a long time. Um, sure. And, you know, it's it's a physical location, and that's that's part of it. It's also, like, right in the heart of freaking, like, a couple blocks south of, um, you know, Central Park. So I'm sure that's not a pretty uh, – I'm sure that is a pretty penny to co um, rent money, lease money. Um, so, you know, when you're paying that much, and it is possible to work remotely – it is possible in this day and age for that. And, um, you know, part of it, if you are an adult and you're a big boy, you don't need to work in an office for somebody to look over your shoulder to tell you what to do. And you should be able to do it on your own. Um, you know, it's not, you know, the boss's job to babysit somebody and have you come to the office so people could watch them. So that yeah. that's kind of where I, I mean, business wise, it makes a hundred percent of sense and low, lower your overhead 
That way you don't have to fire people. That way you can produce more books. Um, you know, that way, um, you know, we can get eight books instead of six. So, you know, let's, let's move that money somewhere else. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's sad that I didn't get to visit, but other than that, we could still go to New York and visit Greg and the crew. Uh, why we're there. We'll meet at Midtown or something and <laughs> go from there. But, uh, sad, um, but makes sense. And especially yep. knowing that, I mean, you know, working in healthcare ish, you know, like you're going to, this probably could be another year that we're dealing with this stuff. And, um, that's what's sad and that's what's scary. And I know we don't like it, but you know, that's kind of what it looks like. And we have to be aware of that. And we don't want people getting sick. We don't want people, you know, taking it home, you know, that whole COVID thing done, uh, moving forward, sad. So, but there was some other news this week that got us a little bit more excited, a little pep in the step. And, um, you know, got us a, a little bit, a uh, little bit of stuff, a little bit of stuff to look forward to right now. XO Manowar. Rawr. Um, he is going to be coming out in November. So, um, I don't know when, uh, I'm not sure exactly how it's going to roll out. Um, I don't know if they want to re-release issue one or do some kind of thing where they put issue one back on the shelves. But um, I think that I, I think so. it's I mean, going to be weird. That makes sense. That makes total sense to let, let people come back out with number one, get you back on the, on the shelf with it. Um, but then again, I, I do remember, I think it was Matthew Klein that let us know that there will be store exclusives for number two to really get number two ready and launched. And I think that's pretty cool. And no, I did not see the Daniel Warren Johnson variant. And I am really wanting to because I love Daniel Warren Johnson like something fierce. That dude is freaking awesome. So if we could only get him. Oh, I want to see this. Um, but I'm going to look up right now. Thank you for. I'm, I'm totally looking it up right now. Yeah. I freaking loved Extremity. And I thought. If you're in the music at all, you have to get Murder Falcon. Like it's it's pretty awesome. Like his recent stuff that he wrote, Andrew. Um, I, I I dug it, all of it. So it looks absolutely phenomenal. Oh my god. Oh yes, I see it. Okay, yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. Wow, that looks amazing. Yeah, Daniel Warren Johnson is pretty damn awesome. So. Again, he's one of my like favorite, and yeah, he's one of my favorite independent ones. I'm gonna see if I can't get that up somehow for you guys to take a look. Bear with me, new new thing. So we're working. <clears throat> but yeah, modes. so I'm I'm curious if the if we're gonna get uh, re-release. See, Sean Hayes is saying they should hit it with a dollar debut, and if that's possible, I think that's a great idea. I, I had the same thought. Um, I don't know if that's feasible. Um, if it is feasible, oh, couldn't buddy. quite get it, but that's yeah. Oh, just all you're missing on that Exo Manowar cover is Exo Manowar. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you for trying and thank you for doing what you can with it. Uh, that's more than I did, so I shouldn't be talking shit. <laughs> that's damn right. <laughs> um, but uh. Yeah, it uh, that's an amazing cover. Definitely, people should go look it up. And um, 
yeah, so I'm kind of curious to see how it'll roll out. I am excited for this. Um, I remember the first issue. Um, it was a little bit uh, divisive. Some people liked it more than others uh, as far as the story went. But I think that we can all agree the art was absolutely gorgeous. And I cannot wait for more. I, for one, enjoyed the story quite a bit in issue one. And I'm, I'm really excited to see where it goes, how it continues. Um, I thought that there was a really good mix of the superhero aspect of being Exo Manowar versus the um, kind of human quiet moments of being Exo Manowar and being Arik of Dacia and living in this time-displaced reality that he exists in. Yeah, um, you know, I had I I'm ready I'm ready to see the next issues. Uh, I think I had some issues with it, but it was kind of one of those. It was an issue number one. There was some like continuity things, some character things that kind of threw me off a little bit. Um, doesn't necessarily mean it won't turn around, um, but you know, I didn't like the humor that that EXO had. Um, especially, or ex, yeah, that Shanhara had, and then I didn't like, you know, especially after recently having um, the Free Comic Book Day recently come out, and just seeing that line up and that amazingly well written book by Joshua Dysart, and mm -hmm. it it it's just uh, like a night and day difference of you know almost character of role and yeah, but I'm not closing the door on the current one and um i it could turn around so yeah yeah i'm excited to read it that's for sure um but yeah so i think that that was you know kind of the big news that came out was that we were going to get uh exo manowar in november um i'm really glad that we know that now and um you know, now it just remains to be seen when the rest of the books are going to be coming. When are we going to get Shadow Man? When are we going to get Ninjack? When are we going to get Final Witness, Savage? Um, Close out the Visitor? Than later. Close out the Visitor? I mean, yeah, I don't that's know. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Get um, the Visitor closed out. Get a couple other things a little in there and, you know, ready to rock. And, uh, yeah, there, there's a lot on the table, but there's a lot to be looked forward to. And... You know, I hope stores are figuring out a way to stay open and, you know, have their pull list and get things in there. And it just means these comic fans, like, I mean, the person who's going to save the comic industry is going to be the comic fan. And that's going to yeah. be t telling people about your comic books, telling people to go pick up things, setting up your pull list, telling people to get on pull lists, sharing your books. Maybe, you know, that I think to me, that's that's what's going to, you know, kind of save the this part of it. And so, Yeah. Um, and then trade waiting. <laughs> Stop doing that. Just get get your single issues right now. I quit trade waiting um, because I will get single issues and I will get the hardcover. So I was getting like all three and then I just got – or I was trade waiting and then getting hardcovers. Now I'm just singles and hardcovers because I got a sh crap ton of books of trades just sitting aside that I have copies of them and – two other formats so yeah well i definitely recommend picking up the single issues um i think that it's a great way to follow a story is you know getting to kind of follow it month to month um and yeah definitely excited i know greg said boom more announcements are on the way stay tuned and i'm glad to hear that 
But at the same time, what I wanted to say as well, in addition to, you know, where's this, where's this, where's this? Um, I think the other thing that keep in mind is the fact that we are going to be getting the three best books and Valiant right now. I think we're going to be getting the conclusion of Dr. Tomorrow. We're still and getting Bad Eggs is coming out. <laughs> we're still getting Bloodshot and we're still getting Rye. Rye is going to be continuing here soon, uh, starting a new arc. And um, God, I can't wait for that. I, I wish they would let Elliot Rahal throw his bad eggs out there and just do like a digital only for it or something. Oh, uh, be, yeah. They need yeah. to give him a book in general, like whether yep. it's bad eggs <laughs> or something like legitimate that we would actually want to see happen. Dude, he's, he's crazy <laughs> enough to do an amazingly awesome bad eggs. Like, give him I'm not doubting that, ridiculous. but he could. I'm not doubting that, but he could also do a really good <laughs> uh, Archer and Armstrong. He could do. I think he could do just about anything. I mean, the guy's just a really good writer. So mm-hmm. that's just the same as uh, Brent Peoples. Give him a book. Put Ooh. the two of them together on a book, and you got gold right there. They live in the same gen- general area, so that would make sense, too. I mean, don't they? No. Does, don't they live in Midwest? No, Brent Peoples does not. Yeah, I think he lives oh. in Texas. Oh, for not some reason I thought he was Midwest. Because he, well, he usually shows his way up there a lot. So Yes, and I've, yeah. I've seen him at several shows up here. So he's always awesome. Um, the two of them, put the two of them on a book. Dude, anything. That's it. Um, I think it would be amazing. Um, but yeah, so we're going to be getting Exo Manowar come November. I cannot wait. Um, hopefully everybody else is excited as well and goes and uh, pre-orders those comics at your local comic book shop and set up a pull list. Uh, let them know that you want to read these books because that's the way that we keep getting more awesome content. Um, yeah, like I said, super excited for Dr. Tomorrow to come. Super excited to get more Bloodshot and Rye. Can't you know what I'm excited for? Continue. What's that? The These things I just made just finally uploaded. So Uh-oh. Should, should, should we close out with it? Should we close out yeah, with it? Yeah, I think Everybody, it's a good time. We're going to close out with this. Thank you all for joining me in the show. Sean, Signing. Scott, Greg. We'll sign off, <laughs> but stay. Stay and watch this and give us in the comments if you like it or not. Yeah, so again, thank you everybody for joining us. Hopefully we... Uh, See you again here, I believe, next week. Signing off, I'm Eric Baumgard. I'm Hoosier. Stay valiant. And that's how the cookie crumbles. Later, guys.